Sunnable fans, it is a Thursday edition of the Locked on Sunnable's podcast, and there is something to talk about today. I can't I can't quite put my finger on it. It's something about ASU and their quarterback, uh, some guy, and he's now leaving the team or something. But Richie, didn't didn't he say he was coming back this year? Uh, Jaden Daniels, that's his name. That's what it was. Uh, so I guess we're going to break down that for the entire episode today. This is huge news for the Arizona State Sun Devils. You're listening to the Locked On Sun Devils podcast. You are Locked On Sun Devils, your daily podcast on the Arizona State Sun Devils. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome to the Locked On Sentinels podcast. This is a Thursday edition of the pod. Richie, you're not you're not dancing like you normally are. Why why not? Because Connor, Jaden Daniels has entered the transfer portal. That is some somber news that we're going to get to in just a moment. Before we do that, thank you so much for making us your first listen every single day. We are free and available on all platforms. Those platforms include but are not limited to. Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, the Odyssey app, as well as YouTube, wherever you guys get your audio or visual uh, forms uh, of this podcast. Uh, make sure to follow us on Twitter. You can find me at Cedrios and find Richie at Richie Brads with a Z36. We also have content through our Locked on Sun Devils Twitter page. It's at LO underscore Sun Devils. Now, Richie, Jaden Daniels enters the transfer portal. Let's let's spend the first part of the podcast today talking about just uh, initial thoughts, initial reactions. Um, you had caught wind of this earlier when it had happened. I was uh, at my other day job. I was in a work meeting and randomly kind of saw that coming in uh, after I left. And I, I I think my words were, how long was I in that meeting for? I had no idea this was coming. Initial thoughts anyone, on him leaving. I don't think anyone saw this coming. Um, Connor, I, I was also at my day job. I was teaching my students and I had finished up teaching one of my classes and I went to check my phone for the time to see if it was time to release them or not. And I saw that Jaden Daniels had entered the transfer portal. My mouth dropped all my students. Mr. Bradshaw, are you okay? Oh my God, what happened to Lamar Jackson? Because they're little trolls. And I was like, no, it's worse. Jaden Daniels is transferring. And they were like, we don't even know who that is. And I was like, that's fair, but is it worse? (laughs) No, it's not worse. I'm I'm being facetious. Obviously. Here's the thing. This news hit me like a freight train. This this isn't your standard transfer of a talent that just wasn't getting any time, right? This isn't a Tommy Hill. This isn't a Chip Trianum. This isn't a Jordan Poyer. Or not Poyer, uh Porter. Okay. This is this is a starting quarterback, a three-year starting quarterback, a guy who has started since day one, has never looked back. We've never had wavering faith in him. He looked At back. least the team. No, the team. There was back. times where he threw the ball to the other team, and they were running behind him. Ergo, he looked back from the line of scrimmage. Herm never did. Herm never looked back. Herm had faith gotcha. in him this whole time. Herm, so interesting that you bring up Herm. I'm going to read this quote. Uh, from our good friend Donnie Druin at All Sun Devils, uh, put in an article today talking about uh, specifically this transfer. Uh, Towards the end of his article, he had a quote from Herm Edwards, which this, to to set the stage a little bit, 
Uh, Jaden posted, uh, or you, let's let's even take this a, a step further. You and I in this podcast back in probably November had kind of talked about the idea of uh, a potential rumor out there that uh, Spencer Rattler potentially could be coming to ASU. And the, the whole thought surrounding this was, well, okay, if that happens, uh, Jaden potentially is the guy for the next year. And if he transfers, does he have to sit for a year, right? So then he is waiting in the wings to take over. That's not the case of what happened at all. But obviously, Spencer Rattler went to the University of South Carolina. Um, and then on December 2nd, Jaden Daniels posts a video on YouTube, not on YouTube, uh, just on social media in general, saying that he is back for year four. Had whoever his content people are help him film a video, um, it, basically ready to announce this. December 2nd, we are now, what's it, February 17th, yep. right? So just a couple months down the road, two months and a half. Um, months later. Totally different story. And here's a quote just a couple of weeks after Jaden had posted that video on social media. Quote from Herm Edwards, it's kind of funny that he's going to return. He was never leaving, leaving Edwards said. So I don't know why all this became a story. We sat in our office and laughed. We wanted him to come back, and that helps when you have a quarterback of his stature. And I think when he looks at his season this year, obviously he wants to do some, do some things a little bit better, and we have to help him do that. This is a couple weeks. Now we are in February on the 17th. He's leaving, Richie. Like, Herm Edwards has spoke to the confidence that they have in Jaden moving forward, even though this wasn't the season that they thought, that we thought. Everyone that followed ASU, he did not have the season that we thought he would have. When he returned, like from that quote we had just read, it's funny to him because he's never leaving. He's not going anywhere. Well, as of February 17th, he's going somewhere. And I got to imagine he knows where he's going next. He probably knows where he's playing quarterback. I don't know what opportunity is, is most likely open for him. But like you said earlier, this totally caught me off guard. I didn't see this coming. I know this. The program as a whole is, is in a little bit of a flux. But the last thing I probably expected is... Jaden Daniels leaving. I don't think anyone did, Connor. Like this, seriously. I I I feel like this is that breakup that you just didn't see coming, and it it, it almost feels like like just everything was going so good, and all of a sudden it's like, hey, I I think we need a break. Like it it's not you, it's me. Like all the other cliches, because for all the issues that we've been having with Jaden at the end of the day, he was still our starting quarterback. Like I said, the faith in him, at least from the coaching staff was unwavering. He was never benched Connor, no matter how bad he played the Wazoo game. They just pulled the starters. It's not like Jaden got benched for Trent Bourget in that game. They just pulled the starters. Jaden was never benched. Yeah. Despite how bad he was this year, call a spade a spade as a famous Richie Bradshaw would say, he, he was not good. Just is what it is. That's okay. He was still our quarterback. I would still fight tooth and nail for him because as much as he frustrated me, I still love Jaden. He's done a lot of good for the Sun Devils. Now it didn't matter. Let's see the, the last part of the podcast today and uh, not today. Sorry. The first portion here, we'll kind of talk about maybe how the Sun Devils should respond uh, and maybe have an idea of, of who's going to be playing signal caller for them going forward. Richie, is Jaden Daniels leaving a big deal? Uh, yeah, Jaden Daniels leaving is a huge deal. 
Connor, this this is a season defining change. How many times is have we it? talked about? How many times have we talked about? You take Jaden Daniels out of this situation, you have to completely change your offense. You're taking Jaden Daniels out of this situation, you have to completely change your offense. You don't yes, have an offensive but... coordinator right now. Yes, no, you do. You have Glenn Thomas. The guy Glenn who Thomas. Coach, he hasn't. He hasn't coached for Arizona State. Is my point. That's yes, fair. I have an offensive coordinator. He is not familiar with what we have going on. The you big deal of him. I, I think that is a much bigger loss, in my opinion, than Jaden Daniels. Um, Jaden Daniels leaving. Our, our initial argument was: is if Jaden Daniels gets plucked from the offense, that was more of a how do they respond midseason? They have months, spring ball, right? They have preseason. They have so much time to really figure out the offense going forward. It was going to be a new playbook anyways, right? So that didn't change. It's just who's going to be throwing passes for them. Jaden Daniels this last year threw about as many interceptions as he did touchdowns. That's not very glowing. He had a very promising rookie year. Now, it's not like he tossed for 30 touchdowns and threw for 4,000 yards. But that being said, uh, he was very efficient. He was the athlete that we thought we were getting. Fast forward to the next two years, he has not improved a little bit. He's become a better rusher. Good for you. Good for you. As far as his completion percentage going up, it did go up this year. Because before, it was like at 58-ish percent, very low 60s. Yeah, he got better. That's because the bar was so low before. I'm going to put this out there right now. Jaden Daniels leaving the program. It concerns me more about what it says about the future of the program going forward. This year... Lateral move to another quarterback. I really don't think it's that big of a deal. I, I think losing. To, I got to definitively disagree with you on this. Definitively, Connor. There, there's almost there's almost no continuity to this offense. You just lost your three year starting quarterback. You've lost both of your starting running backs in one off season. You're losing receivers. You have young receivers who barely had any opportunities this past year. Tight end is gone. Four of your offensive linemen are gone. And to top it off, you have a brand new offensive coordinator who is unfamiliar with any of the players. And now he doesn't have his top guys. The best guy he has is Daniel Nagata, who is a third string running back. And I'm a huge Daniel Nagata guy. Huge. You can look back at other podcasts. I have compared him to Eno Benjamin. However, that's a lot writing on a third string running back to essentially become the face because Paul Tyson was not a fit for this offense the way it was. Now, yes, Connor, you have a point. You have months to prepare for this. Months does not replace three years of what you had. This is... Did we have a lot of continuity before? Because it didn't seem to reflect on the field very much. Yes, he's going to have more than what Paul Tyson had, but it's it's not like... At, at the end of the day, if if Jaden Daniels were a really good quarterback and he was leaving amidst all of this, that would feel like a real blow to me. I'm more shocked that he's leaving, but it doesn't change the outlook of the next season for me. I don't think we're necessarily going anywhere, but the upside, I, I should say upside, because we don't know what it looks like with Paul Tyson. We don't, and we don't even know if he's for sure the starter, right? They still have Trent Morgan in the roster. Maybe they still get another kid through the transfer portal for all we know. That being said, Jaden Daniels has not shown improvement. I didn't think this year would be a very good season for him anyways. Um, maybe it could be better. But again, the bar from the last two seasons was not very high. So for him to be better 
was not a, a very hard threshold for him to cross. Sure. Close your thoughts before we move on to the, the next part of the podcast. I, I get that. But you you have no experience on this roster now. Jaden was your was your veteran guy. You lost like your whole defense. You lost like your whole offense now. You just lost your quarterback. Like I said, four offensive linemen are gone, two running backs, a receiver, your tight end. You you're losing every single piece of continuity on this football team right now. The sky is falling in Tempe. The sky is falling. That'll do it for the first part of the podcast for us today. Next, we're going to be talking about what ASU can do to move forward, right? That is their only option from here. But now let's go talk to you about our good friends over at Bet Online before we do that. Football might be over this season, but basketball is in full steam for both pro and college hoops. From all the latest odds, totals, player performance props to where the next fired coach is going to land, betonline.net is the number one spot for all your sports betting needs. Betonline.net remains the best spot for all your scores, podcasts, and news this season. And it's not just basketball. BetOnline is your source for hockey, boxing, UFC odds, right to Olympic coverage and information. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more about the trends and action this season. BetOnline, where the game starts. Again, thank you so much for making Locked On Sun your first listen every day. Again, we are free and available on all platforms. Connor Drews and Richie Bradshaw talking to you about the biggest news of the day. Jaden Daniels has now entered the transfer portal. Now we're going to be talking about how can the Sun Devils respond, right? They, they can only move forward. Jaden Daniels is not coming back. So they're going to have a new quarterback for sure under a center for them this next season and beyond. Richie, initial thoughts on maybe how they can respond moving forward. As you had just kind of mentioned on the last part of the podcast, there's so much changing about this offense, so much. And now they have to include another piece to that. Where does it start for you? It starts with picking up the phone and dialing people up on the transfer portal. You need bodies. I understand that Borgay is there and he knows the offense. I understand he just brought in Paul Tyson. We can be excited about him all we want because he's a Bama kid. Sure. However, that doesn't mean much. Right now, you need you need someone to come in and be a difference maker. I'll throw this out there, just throwing something to stick to the wall just for the heck of it. Call JT Daniels. He's not getting the opportunity at Georgia, and Stetson Bennett is still there. JT's talented. JT could instantly come in and be the starter for this team. And the upside is through the roof with him. See if he's interested in changing scenery one more time in his career. Either way, Connor, I think right now you need to get bodies, not just a quarterback. You need to start filling out the whole offense. Just everything that you can, because you're not getting a recruiting class. You're doing a really good job on the transfer portal. You've actually got quite a few guys coming in, and you've got you've got some weapons, Tevin White and Z, Z, and uh, Zazavian Valade are coming Valade. in, yeah, to the running backs. So your running back core still remains good. It's just a lot of unproven talent. 
Yep. You have young receivers. We can like the upside of Andre Johnson, and we can continue to talk about Chad Johnson Jr. until the day that we die. Not a lot of proven options. Ricky Pearsall is the most proven. We got to be honest and realize that he is limited. As much as I love him to pieces, and as much as I love calling him discount Julian Edelman, it'd be it'd be amazing if he ever got to that point. There's no tight end. Like we'll see what Messiah Swinson can give us from the transfer portal, but there's no tight end right now. Who knows what and, the offensive line is going to look like? Yeah, no, 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 totally hear you there. So uh, I, I want to say they have five quarterbacks in the roster right now, right? So they have Trenton Bourget, uh, and then Paul Tice, who I think are going to be probably the two most popular names to be able to fill in that spot for Jaden. Behind that, you have Bennett Meredith, who is a high schooler from Alabama, who essentially committed to us. Uh, during this offseason, mm-hmm. you have Finn Collins, who is on the roster. I want to say he was a sophomore this year, uh, but was not the backup. So I, I don't expect him to really uh, to really compete for the spot, per se. I don't remember if I'm, I'm missing anybody or not. But I, I definitely highlighted more of the biggest names there. As you had mentioned, would not be surprised they try to find somebody else. Now, uh, there's going to come time, especially through spring ball, there's going to be quarterbacks out there that are unhappy with their situation because – whoever's ahead of them or whoever they think they should be able to beat out, coaching staff's going to disagree with them. Now, are these going to be high caliber players? Probably not most of them, but there is a chance that there is a, a somewhat qualified quarterback to be able to come in and lead our offense going forward. Is that Paul Tyson? Is it Trenton Borgay? Maybe. JT Daniels. It could be JT Daniels. You, you just, you never know. Like they're, they're obviously, they want their best quarterback for this next season, more than likely someone who's had some experience too. And the reason I say that is because if I'm Herm Edwards and company, who's probably on their last leg, if they have any legs to stand on at this point, they're not going to give the job, in my opinion, to a Bennett Meredith who has no starting experience at the college level and try to build around him for the future. They don't have a future. They need to win now. And that's exactly. probably going to be the only thing that can save their next is if they have this miracle season where they go win the South. Uh, and maybe even win the uh, the Pac-12 as a whole, which this is a pipe scenario. We're not saying this is going to happen. That is the only thing that's really going to help Herm Edwards and company out, really retaining their jobs past the season, assuming that the uh, the violation uh, that comes down on this program does not significantly impact them more than just a season or two. Because there's a chance that no matter how good they do, that penalty is just so bad that they have to let Herm Edwards go. So, they're going to go with the most experienced option that they can. Uh, so whether that is somebody through the transfer portal, I would not be surprised. But otherwise, it's probably going to be Borgay or Paul Tyson fighting for that spot. Let's let's be real, Connor. This this sanction is going to come down hard. W- look how many coaches are gone. Look how many players are gone. Big name players yep. too. Like Chip Traynham was going to be our starting running back. Jaden Daniels was a three year starter. You lost both your offensive coordinators. You've lost tons of other players and coaches throughout the roster. Yep. We're, the conversation is heating up about the sanctions that are coming down. I think it's fair to say we are going to get punched in the gut multiple times. We're going to lose scholarships. We're going to lose yep. bowl eligibility. We're going to get fined. We are going to get crushed to me if we weren't going to get annihilated the way that i am assuming we're going to 
you would not see this this much roster turnover. There is a lot that's going on right now. And it's not a coincidence to me. Like they're just, there's so much that's coming down through, through the pipes at ASU in the last three months, not even three months. Connor, this has all been happening since December 30th, the last football game we played for the Vegas Bowl. Ever since the Vegas Bowl, that's two and a half months. Look how much has changed. Not even a month and a half. Yeah. yeah but, but no, I, I agree with you there. Before we move on to the last part of the podcast, we're, we're talking about how do the Sun Devils respond. Uh, very interesting to see some of the of the, the players' reactions on social media today. I will say the the term that I saw more often than not, and it's not that it was a surprise, but a lot of people were basically like, you know what? Next man up. Next man up. And they don't have a choice. Right, they, they they can't sweet talk Jaden Daniels back. It is they have to have a new quarterback coming into the season. So I mean, he it, it could it's, withdraw his name technically, but at this point, no one wants him back. That was made very clear by one player that we'll touch on in just a second. As I I know you're going to bring it up. Yep. So uh, again, like a lot of people had talked about uh, next man up mentality, which is where they kind of have to be. Yep. Uh, most interestingly, we saw Trevez Moore on his mm-hmm. social media, uh, specifically like his Instagram story. I'm not sure if it was anywhere else, um, but it essentially had a video. It essentially had a video of like people cleaning out his locker room. I think it was multiple defensive players, and there was a quote basically saying that like "Good riddance, this guy sucks." This guy for being Gene. For what it's worth, just preface this: this is a not safe for work comment. This is a not safe for work video. So don't don't pull this up in your workplace. There there is there is some very bad words that are exchanged in this. Just I I think it's already been removed. Unless it's been saved somewhere else, Buddy, it might have already been it's removed. Everywhere. It's everywhere. Yeah. So um, if you were to look this up, because you can Google it, just be warned. This is not safe for work. So there you have it. We're going to go ahead and move on to the last part of the podcast today, specifically talking about Paul Tyson. We bring his name up because he is the new transfer, right, from within like the last month or so, um, coming over from Alabama. He played behind uh, Bryce Young, was never going to, to take that starting job away from him. So with that being the case, is this Paul's time? Is there a favorite to be the new starting quarterback? I, I don't know. Like, I think you could argue that if Zach Hill was still the OC, well, Borgay still really knows the offense. But to your point earlier, Richie, like Glenn Thomas is coming in to be their OC. It's an entirely new playbook, right? And they have to figure out what they have in every single quarterback on this team because they need the best one to be able to play regardless of of who it is, regardless of stature, regardless of uh, previous recruiting rank. None of those things matter anymore. They just need a experienced body to be able to come in and be able to play for this team. So initial thoughts, do we think that's going to be Paul Tyson or do you have thoughts elsewhere? Connor, I have literally no thoughts right now. We have no, no idea whatsoever. I I don't even want to speculate because I truly don't know. I don't know the offense that Glenn is going to bring in. I don't know how Trent is going to respond from backup to potential starter. I don't know how Tyson's going to respond to potentially getting the role from day one. We we have no idea whatsoever 
about what any of this is going to look like. We don't know what the offense is going to look like. We don't know what the weapons are going to look like in terms of how they perform. We don't know how the quarterbacks are going to look. We don't know the offensive line. There is not a single thing on this offense that we know except Daniel Nagata and Ricky Pearsall. The rest of it, totally in a flux up in the air. We're not going to be sure until training camp rolls around and spring practices get kicked up and we can actually start to assess what what could be. But right now, it's not looking good. And honestly, if you think about the schedule that we have, it's not favorable. Connor, we start the year in Stillwater, Oklahoma to take on the Oklahoma State Cowboys. I whatever forgot about the, that until you just brought that up. So that's whatever cool. the spread is, you take Oklahoma State to cover it by a lot. The, the spread's 53 and a half points total. I'll take Oklahoma to cover it by themselves. Oklahoma State, excuse me. I'm sure Cowboys fans get really angry the same way that we do. But anyways, point point being at hand. I'm not I'm not going to speculate even a little bit because there's there's literally nothing that we know. What I will say is there's a reason Paul Tyson was coming in and it's because he believed that he could eventually be the starting quarterback here when Jaden was gone. There's a reason yep. that Trent Borgay was staying. It's because he believed he could be the starting quarterback when Jaden was gone. The time is now. These two are probably hungry for the opportunity. They want to prove themselves. So if there's a silver lining here, it's that you probably have two guys who are saying, Oh, my time to shine. That's all you can hope for right now. Yeah, so spring ball is going to give them about 15 or so practices to kind of figure this out. And I, I really doubt they're going to be able to come out of those practices saying, hey, this is the guy. Unless they get some sort of like big transfer, which really don't see that coming. Um, I, I guess I also didn't see Jaden Daniels leaving, though, so who knows. But uh, unless like they have some sort of big name come in, I really doubt through spring ball they're going to announce a starter. Maybe they have a better idea. Maybe see who has grasped the offense a little bit more than the other quarterbacks. Uh, but something I brought up and we talked about repeatedly in this podcast so far, they want a veteran starter. Now, while Paul Tyson and uh, and Trent Morgay might have some time on college rosters, they don't really have a lot of experience starting, right? Their time in, in college so far has kind of been mop-up duty, right? So against Washington State, Trent Morgay came in, came in and played like, I don't know, about a quarter or so, give or take a little bit, in a game that at that point was kind of out of hand for ASU. I think he threw like 10 passes this year. Uh, and most of them probably, most if not all came in that game. Maybe Jaden had left for like a play or two or something like that. And maybe they didn't ha uh, hand it off or something. But point being, not a lot of starting experience there, even though he's now have, he has two seasons, I believe, with the Sun Devils. Uh, and then uh, Paul Tyson from Alabama, same thing. There were games where they were absolutely just destroying people this year. And he kind of got to come in and maybe throw a couple passes, hand the ball off and take some knees. That's about it. So while they have experience on a college roster, they're not necessarily two or three year starters coming from another program. So that is where I would not be surprised if they do bring somebody else in who actually has that experience uh, and that time making those kinds of plays. But we'll see, man, like th this whole school is in a flux, like you were saying. Unfortunately, I don't think the program is anywhere to go but down, regardless of who they have as a quarterback this upcoming season. I unfortunately think 2022 is going to be year, a year they have to take it on the chin and, and take their lumps. And it's just, it's going to be that. I, ideally, they don't have a lost season. Ideally, whoever they have at quarterback is somebody they can use 
2023 and beyond. But who knows, right? Things change obviously very rapidly. We thought just literally hours ago that Jaden Daniels was for sure going to be the quarterback on this team because of things like the social media post, right? Affirming that he was coming back for this season. Now that's gone. So things can change extremely fast in sports and it can for the Sun Devils too. Unfortunately, with the sanction violations coming down, all the talent they have leaving this roster don't have very high hopes for this upcoming season. And hopefully it doesn't drag them down for years after that. Nope. Like right now, like take take the bar that we set low-ish. I think I think we said like eight wins would be fair in 2022 with Jaden Daniels at quarterback. Set it at six. If we're yeah. bowl eligible, that's a win. That we're Lincoln Riley just came in to USC. Utah is still good. Cameron Rising is still at Utah. Dorian Thompson Robinson is still at UCLA. Colorado's not good. U of A is not good. Best case scenario is a fourth place finish right now in the Pac 12 South. You're not competing for the South title. You're not competing for the conference title. Right now, your best case scenario is a six and six season. Get into the Sun Bowl. <laughs> hey, that, we like that, the Sun Bowl. That's an absolute best. And the case Sun Bowl scenario. likes us. The Sun Bowl does like us. That's why we we've nicknamed it the Sun Devil Bowl. That's that's your best case scenario, Connor. Like, unfortunately, this is the locked on pessimist podcast. And as far as today goes. Or if we're talking about the basketball team. Uh, days that end in Y. My apologies. Yeah, there you go. It Only on days we record. It, it truly was something I was not expecting. And I still don't know if I have completely accepted the fact that Jaden Daniels is no longer at Arizona State. Because for months, I have been manifesting a Jake Plummer senior season for Jaden Daniels, Connor. We're not even going to find out if that was a possibility. Whatever, all all I'm going to say, whatever the future is at the end of the day, let it be known. I am pro player. I am always going to be pro player. If this is what's best for Jaden Daniels career, then good for him. Do what's best for you, right? If this is about getting a better opportunity to shine, good for you. If this is about an opportunity for a fresh start, good for you. If this is about getting to a program that's not going to be dealing with a lot of politics and drama coming in, good for you. If this is a money thing, good for you. Like, take care of yourself. This this is a very unforgiving sport, Connor. At the end of the day, you need to do what's best for you. I will understand that, and I will pick the player side every single time pro player but as a fan and as an analyst on the locked on sun devils i am hurt so that that's basically what i was going to ask you and it kind of feels like we're on the same page here all i need from this and we'll talk about this in more depth on a podcast later this week or early next week i need a yes or no answer and no more context we'll talk about the context later do you blame Jaden daniels for leaving after he said he's coming back or no you understand yes or no no context I'm sorry. I, I blame him. I do. 
I don't okay. like the way let's, he handled this. Let's leave it at that. We'll talk about yep. that more. We'll that. I personally do not blame him, and we will get into more of that later on. But that is where we stand for right now. Uh, a somber day for the Locked On Sun Devils podcast. Not ideally the news that we wanted to talk about today, uh, but it is new news nonetheless. We have to talk about it. Uh, at the end of the day, regardless of whether we blame him or not, still wish nothing but the best for Jaden Daniels and his career choice. I'm hoping that is the uh, the best move for him. But thank you so much for making Locked on Sun Devils your first listen every day. Again, we are free and available on all platforms. Again, you can follow us on Twitter. You can find me at Cedrios. You can find Richie at Richie Brads with a Z36. You can also follow our Locked on Sun Devils Twitter page. It's at LO underscore Sun Devils. And then also, guys, we have content that comes out Monday through Friday. Hit that subscribe button and never miss an episode, whether that's on Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Odyssey, YouTube, Stitcher, Wherever you guys get your podcast, we are there uh, or also in a visual platform on YouTube. Now make your second listen of the day, Locked on Bets. They're going to be your daily one-stop shop for all your gambling needs. Locked on Bets, hosted by your boy Q with expert analysis and insight from Lee Sterling. It is free and available wherever you get your podcast. Thank you for watching Locked on Sun Devils, part of the Locked on Podcast 